0: Direct from Newstalk ZB's team at Parliament, the Beehive Buzz. Buzz. It's time to talk politics with the Beehive Buzz with Newstalk ZB's chief political reporter, Jason Walls, who's been a busy bee this morning. Andrew Little has just outlined how our hospitals will cope with COVID. Thank goodness for that, Jason. Good morning.
1: Good morning, yes, and it's a very important piece of information that he's given because it was a very forward-looking press conference. Basically what it was was having a look at how New Zealand's hospital system can cope, even if we're at a point where we're very fully vaccinated up to about 90%. And despite the fact that our vaccination level is expected to be at about that level, we can still expect a lot of COVID cases within New Zealand. There's numbers being thrown around of about 5,000 cases um, per week in some areas in, north, um, in the northern area of the country, which seems a lot. But Andrew Little was at pains to point out that if you've got the vaccine and if you're double jabbed, it's not going to be as bad as it would be if you weren't. So essentially, he's pointing out that, they're going to have to move into a situation where if you get COVID, you're going to be staying at home and isolating at home. You'll have little, these little sort of um, – he, he described them as closed peg sort of um, medical monitors on your finger that tell health officials what your um, vital levels are up. And if they're too bad, they can come in and help you, but usually they'll be okay. But really just laying the groundwork for the next step of COVID, which is basically New Zealanders just living with it.
0: I can't quite get my head around this. So they're going to let you, if you've got COVID, they'll let you self-isolate at home?
1: Yes. So if you're vaccinated, basically you're... the way it was described is it's going to be quite mild. So if you're not vaccinated, it's going to be a lot more deadly. You're much more likely to end up in hospital, the ICU, or, regrettably, you could die. But if you are vaccinated, the likelihood of that happening, um, especially to somebody that doesn't have underlying conditions, is actually a lot, lot lower. So they were able to keep you at home as long as you do stay isolated and do adhere to the conditions. Because otherwise, our hospitals just wouldn't be able to cope.
0: The government released its draft emissions reduction plan yesterday, but not many people were happy, not even Greenpeace. Uh, your thoughts on that one?
1: Well, my thoughts are Greenpeace are never happy. They're one of those organizations that live and breathe from controversy. So even if something good happens in the green space, they're always pushing for a little bit more. But I guess that's how it works with these sort of advocacy organizations. So what's happened is after many, many years, um, four years after taking office, two years of passing, after passing the Zero Carbon Act, and four months after receiving the Climate Change Commission's final advice, the government finally came out with a, um, their consultation document for the next steps. And that says things like uh, banning new gas connections, um, um, cutting car use, paying people to scrap gas, gas, gas-guzzling cars, and things like that. So these things aren't set in stone yet. They're going to be consulted—consultated, consultated, not a word—they're going to be consulted on um, for the coming months, um, uh, weeks, and months. Sorry. Um, so people can have a little bit of feedback as to what they want to see, and then the government will start to make some laws subsequently. So it's a pretty significant piece of um, of work, and the government's now inviting New Zealanders to have a have a hoon of that.
0: Can I throw in a question that that that, uh, that that's just occurred to me? It's the twenty fifth year of twenty fifth year of anniversary of MMP. Was there much kerfuffle around Parliament? Was was there much of a buzz around about that?
1: Well, there wasn't actually. And the reason for that is it's a recess week. And so um, MPs and um, ministers, well, there's some ministers here, but they're doing all important COVID stuff. But there's not really anyone around. But we have seen a few people make um, social media posts about it. Um, Well, not colleague, a rival of mine, Henry Cook for Stuff, did a brilliant piece about looking at the 25 years, Um, of MMP, and he talked to a number of ex-Prime Ministers. So there's a number of, there's buzz from journalists, especially in the the press gallery, but because um, MPs are out around the country, there hasn't really been as much from
0: them. Okay, yeah. I thought there might be some people wearing party hats, especially uh, someone from ACT. I thought they would be wearing party hats around, but they're not there, so that's fine. Finally, the big political news this morning is the latest poll from Talbot Mills, research that has ACT just six points behind National. Seymour is catching up.
1: (laughs) Well, if the ACT Party members weren't wearing um, party hats for the 25 years of MMP, they'll be wearing one for this poll because it shows them at 16%. And that's just, as you said, six points behind National. So it's a great result for ACT. And ACT um, leader David Seymour is well above um, Judith Collins, the preferred prime minister. He's sitting at 16 points. Um, Collins is sitting at just nine. Uh, just into Ardern is like at two three hundred percent or something like this. <laughs> so she's very very popular still. The the from this poll we're basically looking at ACT versus National. Now on the one hand because it's MMP the two would go together and it means that they're pro- quite not quite strong but they're stronger together than they are um, alone. Of course. But it's got to be said, I mean, it's not a good result for national again. And we're expecting another poll later this afternoon, the Courier poll, um, which has been commissioned by the taxpayers union. So we'll be looking with interest to see if that shows the same trajectory for ACT that we've been seeing. I mean, I would say it probably will because we've just seen ACT in poll after poll after poll continuing to climb um, while they're basically eating national support who have been going in the opposite direction. Wonder
0: how Judith Collins is feeling right this second.
1: Oh, right this second! I could—I'll I, I, send her a text and ask her. How about that? Yeah,
0: I, I noticed that you had a pretty good relationship with her when she came in the studio. You were smiling and talking and chatting to her. You're obviously got—you know—you're obviously like besties.
1: I'm a smiley and talky person to everyone, Nick, including you.
0: Oh, with all
1: politicians. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't matter where they're from.
0: How long? How long has she got?
1: Oh, man, how long is a piece of string? We've been talking about this for I know. hours on end and everybody else, but it's just so hard to say. I mean, before Christmas would probably be a bad move for whoever the incumbent might be because it means that all your momentum is just wiped out by the Christmas holidays. And, of course, A1 just the and and is um, coming up soon as well, which will eclipse all media coverage. So, I don't know, if you're a betting person, you'd probably have to say at some point um, early to mid-next year.
0: Your colleague, well, I won't mention her name. Um, keeps saying that they need to get the politicians down from Auckland before to get the numbers up. You know.
1: Oh yeah.
0: That's what. She, that's what. That. Well, they need. To, they need to. They need to have the numbers down here to do it. Apparently.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you can't do a a, a tour over Zoom, can you? No.
0: No. Appreciate your time. As always, you take it easy uh, and uh, keep the the beehive buzzing along down there. Newstalk said, B's chief political reporter, Jason Walls.